We all, none of us really know. <laughs> none of us I really know. know. I know. No, I, I, I know. know. I know. Perfect timing, Keith. Keith, what's up? Your favorite movie of all time. F9. Oh, good. other choice than remember the titans being number one i'm curious <laughs> i'm spoiling mine but well let's let's see here we go yeah that's a good, good I'm question not even talking. <laughs> you shouldn't be talking at this point <laughs> and here we go what is up everybody welcome back to apocalypse movies and apocalypse now our weekly hangout show here on the channel as it is the three amigos the three ogs here on apocalypse for tonight for the time being as we are getting into Villains Night on the channel, that'll be uh, a little bit later on in the show. We're going to be uh, bracketology on Batman's movie Villains, which will uh, no doubt create some chaos here amongst us uh, so-called friends for the time being. <laughs> Hope everyone's doing great out there. I see everybody in the chat. Rachel Samir, Donnie RD, Star Drew, uh, uh, Harrison, John Booz. I see all you guys. Thank you so much for joining us tonight. Hope you guys are having a great time out there. Um, I'm Jake Berlin, if I didn't say that already. And of course, I am joined by Jacob Barley, Gio Ramos. Jacob, how you doing, my man? I'm doing pretty good. You know, I'm from my education job, I'm on spring break. So I'm just kind of hanging out this week, doing a little bit of side work and catching up on some viewing stuff. So I'm doing pretty good. I, I'm trying this year not to fall behind on movies. Like I do it every year. So I've so been, bad. I'm making sure I watch the new like stuff when it comes out. So I watched Adam project and I watched turning red this past week. Uh, did either of you guys see those? They're both on top of my list. Yeah. 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 I'm, um, so you guys know I'm big into TV and yeah. my TV schedule is juiced right now. Yeah. I don't know how you watch so much TV. Like <laughs> I, that's why I always go to you about TV stuff. That's um, crazy, which, man. Well, a lot of people told me to watch Yellowstone, but you and your buddy that goes to the movies with us, Dom, I uh, forget his name. No, not yeah. Dom. It's another guy. Um, he meets us there downtown sometimes. Andy, a tall guy. I think Andy. Andy. But yeah, um, Andy. Yeah. he was talking to us about Yellowstone and I finally started watching Yellowstone, too, which Jake, you and I have talked about. Amazing show. But um, but yeah, Turning Red is amazing. <laughs> not for not necessarily made for me, but yeah. It's a great film. Great film. Yeah, it's, it's top on my list. That and Adam Project, which we'll kind of talk a little bit about Adam Project later because there is oh, a true. big giant news piece that That's dropped last week. Uh, Mr. Ramos, how you doing, dude? I'm good, man. I You know, I've, I've seen Turning Red through the many times my niece keeps watching it. So every time it's on, I'm catching a different part of the movie, like Encanto. <laughs> so, which I still haven't seen. Really? I'm sure you've heard the music, though. <laughs> right. I, I was waiting for Gab, but our schedules are so crazy, yeah. and it's just, you know, yeah. Yeah, so it's nice to spend time with my niece and at the same time catch different parts of the movie. I'm sure I've seen it out of order by now. Um, <laughs> but, you know, it's um, I'm doing good. I'm, I, I'm doing good. I just, you know, I'm trying to still find my apartment in downtown. Um some people that I reach out to do not hit me back at all. And I've sent multiple <laughs> messages and whatnot. I don't know. It's just, it's, it's a thing. It's a thing. So it's a process. It's tough, man. I do not envy you. 
I also don't envy the fact that you're trying to look in downtown Sacramento. That is just brutal. <laughs> that is. I lived yeah, there man. for two years. I'll never go back. <laughs> live, live in Carmichael or something. It's like a 10 minute drive. Come on. Downtown Sac. It's going to be crazy. Gio's trying to get the party club life going. I think so. Try I'll come visit. Catch up. <laughs> you'll, you'll, you'll come visit. Okay. Yeah. When I'm in the mood for that lifestyle, I'll come visit. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. So look, we're, we're going to be getting into some Batman villains uh, here in just a little bit. We have two quick news stories to cover before we get into um, the, the bracket that we have scheduled. And I'm sure most of you have seen it on either Twitter. If you're part of uh, a POV discord, I also posted in there for everybody to check out. And there was a large sum of people arguing about the fact that there was no Heath Ledger. There's a reason. There is a reason, everyone. So chill out. Oh, man. Um, but uh, before we get to the actual news topics, we do uh, start the show every single week with a little topic here uh, that we like to call the movie watching challenge. Um, and we have kind of uh, adjusted it over the last uh, month or so. It's been working out really well. So if you want to hear my thoughts on everything Enter the Dragon, the video is up on the channel. You can listen to my thoughts. I watched it. Uh, all I would say is, Geo, you finally got me to watch the movie, and it's a great, great movie. That is all I will say. Uh, go check out my thoughts on that. It's up on the channel. And then I get a chance to, to uh, actually challenge someone. And this time, I left it either between Keith and Brian. And and I on the video, I said, you know, I, we've had such a great run of, like, incredible, dramatic, Oscar, epic, all-time movies of all of us watching these great, great movies. Specifically you, Jacob. Like yeah. that have like left marks, some, some heavy hitters, <laughs> like they've left marks on the history of yeah. cinema. And I'm like, you know what? I'm going to go a little fun. I'm going to go something that is so different, but right up Brian's alley. And I challenge him to Euro trip. Uh, he has never yes. seen Euro trip. And so it's, I mean, look, Scotty doesn't know me. Scoozy. Like there's just, it's such a quotable film. Um, and the fact that Brian hasn't seen it is pretty shocking. Uh, but I'm very excited to hear his thoughts. So, just the thought of that movie, I can't stop smiling. It's so <laughs> look. The It'd comedy, be such a great watch along movie. We've talked about this movie for years. Yeah, either Brian watching it or a watch along movie. I yes. can't wait for Brian to watch this. Miss yeah, Cousy, I'm, I'm hoping. Cousy. I'm Miss Cousy, Miss Cousy. I'm I'm hoping that he really really likes it. It feels like a Brian movie. Mm-hmm. Um, I hope it's dumb enough and ridiculous enough that's right up his alley. Uh, yeah. Gio, you've seen it, right? Mm-hmm. Okay, just making sure. <laughs> just, just making sure. Knows, <laughs> uh, but yeah, so Brian will be watching Euro Trip this week. Um, he is currently at Kickball, uh, so he will not be here tonight. Keith will be joining us at about seven forty-five ish around there for the bracket, um, and you'll hear Brian's thoughts on a separate video, a review for Euro Trip, and then he'll be challenging someone who is not myself or uh, Geo. So it'll be either Jacob or Keith this time around. Um, so yeah. Uh, let's go and move on for that. Let's get into our first topic, gentlemen. Uh, we got our another Disney plus Marvel trailer today. Um, yeah. One that has been in the works since the very beginning of this whole Disney plus era of the MCU is one of the very first ones that was announced. Um, and we've heard the rumblings and we know that she's going to be appearing and also having quite a big part in Captain Marvel two titled the Marvels miss Marvel. Officially. We have our first look at this trailer. Um, Kamala Khan is making her MCU debut. It currently looks like Gio is actually watching the trailer. So, <laughs> Jacob. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, Jacob, I'll go to you first, man. What did you think about this trailer? Um, ever since 
I, okay, I watched this like 15 minutes before we we hopped on, and mm. I still have the song stuck in my head. <laughs> I think it's such great uh, music choice. Yeah, I think it's what is is it the weekend? Is that who yeah. it is? Yeah, yeah so, such a great song, and it fit in so well. Um, look, I I don't know too much about this character. My my only interactions with her are from like the Captain Marvel comics, and then the um the video game the avengers video game because you play as her like she's yeah. the main character in the video game so i learned most of my stuff from that video game about her and so seeing this adaptation it looks really cool i mean i'm sure uh you guys talked about it but the the comic stuff like how it has the air the bubble yeah. quotes and i hope it's like that the whole time how she's imagining like devil horns on the the girl that she doesn't like i'm wondering is i love that touch by the way because look, she's a fan she's a fangirl yeah. So and like who had like fanboys, fangirls, whoever who hasn't imagined those type of things before, like when they're walking around or something like that. So it really plays into because she loves Captain Marvel. She loves yeah. Carol Danvers and she's she has posters and stuff. And it wouldn't make sense if you had Shang-Chi walking around and seeing those. that Yeah. Stuff. yeah. But it makes sense for her because for a young high school girl. Yeah, exactly. So I it's not random. Like it works for the show. And I, do you think it's going to be? all the time like even i hope like, so i i actually really cool i really do want it to be the entire time i, like, I think it would she's be really fighting cool. villains and stuff like we see that some stuff yeah, i mean she's I a, she's she's that. like a 14 year old kid right she's yeah. and she's becoming a superhero it's very similar yeah. to like shazam shazam didn't have the eccentric of like imagining what's on people's heads but it was very for lack of a better term kitty in that sense just because you're a 14 year old kid becoming a superhero yeah um and it would be a nice touch to kind of differentiate her and her uh age and her fangirlness compared to what like the seriousness of someone like captain marvel or valkyrie etc right true um but yeah a lot of people are pointing out in the comics uh or in the comments excuse me <laughs> um they actually had to change a lot of her for the show to work that's um, what it seems like i was wondering about her powers they look so a little different yeah so uh in the comics uh and gordon asked and then andy confirmed she's actually an inhuman um uh, which right. we've seen right, yeah. from that show uh and then inhumans played a huge part in a agents of shield which if you have not watched agents of shield highly recommend finishing that show it, it really finished on a strong suit but uh she at the moment anyway she doesn't seem to be an inhuman um, and her powers in the comics can be very relatable to one like Green Lantern, um, where he, she can kind of like imagine stuff. And but it, but it's an actual ability, like it's like it's a it's a power within her. In the show, it looks it at the moment anyway. It looks like the bracelets are a huge part of how she gets this ability. That's what it looks at, like from what yeah. the trailer kind of like led us to believe. Um, so I'm interested. I'm interested. Sorry, guys. Uh, I'm interested in what's going to happen with her character and how it works. Maybe she like develops it over time, um, almost like Spider-Man, right? Like he he kind of developed the web over time and the abilities like within his body. And he didn't discover like, his spider cool. sense till later and things like, like that. That would be kind of cool if things kind of like develop yeah. as she grows because she is technically going through adolescence and puberty and all that stuff, right? Like, what if that stuff just kind of starts to click as she gets older, which would kind of be a cool progression for her. Um, but I mean, look, she's a fangirl. She's us. Yeah. She's essentially us. Yeah. <laughs> and it's going to be really cool to see the relationship. And then when she eventually does meet Cara Danvers, that like 
what like that impact on her. Yeah. Um, plus, the, obviously, the the big thing is the representation of uh, you know, uh, you know, her race and mm-hmm. and where she comes from and her family and everything is going to be a big part of it. And that's what a lot of these shows have been doing. I mean, we're going to see the same thing with Moon Knight uh, with that character as well. So. I think there's a lot of pluses, but to answer your original question, Jacob, I really do hope like the drawings and everything, the comic yeah. strips, they're there the entire time. I really do. No, hope so. I agree. And I'll just finish before Gio goes. Um, like I, I'm glad they're making this show for multiple reasons for this character, for to have a, four, a 14 year old girl superhero in the MCU for the representation, all that. But it wasn't at the top of my list. Like I wasn't most excited for this show. Also, I was, I'm upset that they're making Captain Marvel 2 a, a team-up movie. And we talked about that before. But this trailer got me more excited for the show and got me to be more acceptable about Captain Marvel 2 being a team-up movie. So that's all I'll say. It, it was a good trailer. Geo, immediate reaction? Um, that was quite fun, actually. <laughs> I enjoyed the style of the trailer, and that's probably what the show is going to be. I don't know. For 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 some reason, I immediately thought of Juno, and then like, yeah, oh mm, my god, great, but without the absolute vulgarity of that show, or right? Movie. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, 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 Disney would shock me. What if, what if they just said, okay, you know that mature parental guidance thing? Yeah, Mar- Miss Marvel's going in there. Like, no way. <laughs> did Juno do that drawing stuff the whole time? I haven't watched that movie in so long. Did they they, they did when they uh, like switch from. Fall transitions to winter to spring and oh, okay that's right yeah it wasn't the whole entire movie that's intro right. yeah. the intro especially yeah um love that movie check it out if you haven't seen it but yeah i i essentially agree with what you guys said you know she's a fangirl you know like it was nice to have like oh another avengers shirt and you know just picture me oh another justice league shirt damn right um and it's I actually the same you know, justice league shirt say what it's not another it's the same all right i have like six of these yeah. um, <laughs> no but it, like i mean like you guys have said it's it's a lot of fun you know and uh i'm curious i think we'll see carol danvers in this show at some point there's no way really this i has a lead into her movie i i think I it's gonna happen so. at the very end of the se- series not Just, you know what hopefully when she shows up they don't just show her from the neck down okay. or her silhouette. They're yeah. not gonna they're not gonna pull a, a WB on this one. Um no, I, I agree with you. I think because we know that she's in Captain Marvel 2, right? And uh it would make sense for them to tie it together somehow and let fans who may not know that she's in Captain Marvel 2 have Captain Marvel come up and be like, oh, like let's do this or or whatever happens, and then people are gonna be like, Oh, okay. She's going to be in Captain Marvel 2 with Carol Danvers. Like, makes sense. Because people who read in, like, who aren't massive comic book people or pay attention to movie news, they're not going to know that that character is in Captain Marvel 2. That's true. They're not. Um, And also, a cool point about this is that, and I'm not 100% sure on every single Disney Plus series that has been announced, but as far as the new characters that are getting Disney Plus series, she is the only one to actually be confirmed to appear in a movie going forward. Not Kate Bishop. Not Moon Knight, yeah. not She-Hulk. Miss Marvel is the one that's been pushed forward first. So that's a pretty big deal. A good point. Um, so people should be pretty interested in what they're going to do with this because I bet you they have some pretty decent plans with this character. Because if this character 
if, if she ends up being a hit, she's only 14. She can be around for a decade. She can be around for a Longer. very, very long time. Oh, she gonna, she's going to pull a Hugh Jackman where she's going to be <laughs> you know, 20 years of that. Um, yeah. But even if this is not the biggest Disney Plus show, the, the beauty of you know the fact that she will be in Captain... Uh, sorry, the Marvels. Just call it Captain um, Marvel 2. That's what it should be called. Yeah. <laughs> when people go and watch that movie, they're, for a lot of people, it's going to be their first you know, time seeing, um, I wanted to say Kamala Harris. Wow. Uh, Kamala, <laughs> Kamala, Kamala Khan. Khan. Khan Kamala yeah. Khan. Wow. Whoa. Wow. That's um, just good to you. <laughs> but then they'll go back and like, be like, Oh wait, Miss Marvel has a Disney plus show. Yeah. Oh, yeah. There you go. I've been paying for Disney plus. I didn't even know about that story of a lot of people. Yeah, absolutely. Well, I think you, you guys just made me think of something like, uh, so Brian or I work out of elementary school. So me and Brian work at the same school, but he's on the high school uh, side and 10 year old kids aren't as into the MCU as you think they are. Yeah. Like they watch, they watch the big ones and they watch like the Spider-Man movies, but they don't watch all of them. So they're going to be really drawn to this type of show. Yeah. And I could see a lot of kids uh, talking about this show and it entering the pop culture sphere. sphere. Like, yeah. with the younger crowd. So I think Marvel's kind of reaching for a little bit of a different demographic with this show. And I think it's going to work. Honestly. Agreed. hundred yeah. percent agree. Um, all right. Any final thoughts on Miss Marvel before we get into the next news topic? Is no. she a cool playable character in that Avengers game? Yes. I, her powers are so fun to use in the video game. I'm oh, curious. Yeah. Are, her powers are probably closer to the comic. They're just like power. the comics. Yeah. yeah. They're so not it's like probably going to be a little different in the MCU, yeah. but mm -hmm. from what I've heard, cause I haven't read a lot about her. Um, from what I've heard, she's actually a pretty cool character. So yeah, absolutely. And I only played like the first hour of the game. Cause I always give up, but you get to play as her as the whole wow. time. So, wow. All right. So, <laughs> so that just means don't trust Jacob with anything. Cause he just gives up. No, no video games. I can't finish them. <laughs> I've never finished one. Um, all right. Before we get into our next topic, uh, which is Deadpool three, we have our fourth member here tonight. He has joined us. He is here a little early. And that is one Mr. Keith Barnes. Hey, Barnes. what's, what's up, buddy? What's going on guys? I'm early slash late slash early. <laughs> yes. You're early for Keith time. For sure. Yeah. You're 20 minutes early on Keith time, which is nice. Um, yes. But yeah, so look, uh, perfect timing, Keith, because we are talking some official news on Deadpool 3. Sweet. Uh, Deadpool 3 is officially moving forward at the MCU Marvel Studios. It was announced last week that Sean Levy, who uh, is well known, he directed Real Steel. He's directed a number of things over the past 10 years or so. Um, but more importantly, he has directed Ryan Reynolds in the last two films that Ryan Reynolds has done. Uh, Free Guy and The Atom Project were both directed by Sean Levy, and it was announced uh, sometime late last week that he will be uh, the director for Deadpool 3 with Ryan Reynolds, and that they've been working on the script for quite a while. I mean, they've had basically four years to work together on two separate movies, so of course they're going to be working on scripts. Um, but uh, the last two movies that Levy has done, Free Guy and The Atom Project, have both come out to crazy good reviews. Uh, Ryan Reynolds has seemed really reinvigorated with uh, this kind of movie star mentality and taking on these different types of projects. And now he gets to step into the role of Deadpool with this director uh, at his back. Some pretty big news because we weren't sure how they were going to kind of incorporate Deadpool 
what was going to happen. Uh, but it's official. Deadpool 3 is coming. We don't know how. We don't know when. But it is officially on the schedule. Uh, Keith, since you're here first, man, I'll let you, uh, or since you're now here, I'll let you go first. Thoughts on uh, Levy, Deadpool 3, everything coming together. Yay. Excellent. <laughs> Sounds good. Sean Levy, is he, uh, he's Stranger Things too, right? Is he not? He, is, he created person? Stranger Things, yeah. Created, okay, cool. Oh, yeah. really? Yep. Yeah, I knew I recognized that name uh, just when I first heard about it. I, I know, obviously, Free Guy and everything you said, but I recognize it from Stranger Things. He also did the Night, uh, Night at the mm-hmm. Museum movies. <gasps> really? Oh, I didn't he know did that. all three of them. Oh, that's cool. Oh, see, those are yeah. great. Well, I mean, the first one's great. The second one's okay. But Big um, Fat Liar? Wow. Big I Fat like Liar? Big Fat Liar. He's awesome. That's a that good movie. That. Awesome. That movie date Night? <laughs> I love Date Night. Steve Carell, Amy, uh, <laughs> Tina Fey. Yeah, uh, I love that wow. movie. It's really funny. So, listen. Okay, well, there you go. This guy's got a great resume. Because uh, I like I, everything you've named is stuff that I either, at least, I like it. Right? You know, yeah. So, um, uh, I think Date Night's a very underrated comedy my opinion but um so yeah listen we were all wondering about deadpool 3 we kind of like knew it was coming right but um like you said we don't know how how what kind of craziness is going to happen how's it gonna i think did kevin feige come out and say it's going to be already right it's going to be like yeah. regular deadpool pretty much. yeah so um i'm glad they put all those concerns to the rest of the although it would have been funny it still would have been funny to have a, a pg-13 deadpool with just the, like bleeping out all the curse words i think we'll get that when he appears in other movies in yes. other movies agree yeah like mm-hmm. if when he when he eventually appears in a spider-man movie they're gonna bleep him out bleep out yeah. like, put the, put the little, sure. <laughs> yeah. lower over his mouth yes <laughs> so but there are, listen ryan reynolds has such a great hold uh on this character and I mean, just with the two of them working so well together, Free Guy is great. It's a lot of fun. Uh, I started reading. It's on. It's on Disney Plus and it's on another. It's on two different. It's services. on HBO Max too. HBO, yeah, right. So I've been um, seeing that a lot lately. Movies yeah. popping up on multiple streaming services. Right, That's right. weird. Yeah, yeah. But I had no idea it was on Disney Plus. I was just scrolling mm-hmm. through looking for something else, and I saw it. So I watched probably about a half hour of it, and I forgot. It's such a. I just really enjoy that movie. It's a lot of fun. So um, if you can incorporate that. Uh, I saw an image of Deadpool in the Free Guy, what Free City. So <laughs> there's there was a Photoshop when Free Guy came out. Uh, someone did a Photoshop of the poster <laughs> of Free Guy, With and Deadpool. instead of and they put Deadpool in it, and people what? now are going back to it like, well, crap, this guy must be working for Sean Levy or something, right? Like yeah, right, he right. literally just like literally just put Deadpool in Free Guy, and now three yeah. or four years later, he's now directing the threequel. So there's no reason. Hey, listen, well the Craziness going on, multiverse, you never know. I mean, he had Cap Shield, and I know it's a video game, obviously, it's not going to happen. He had, well, yeah, Sean Levy used Cap Shields, and he also used Hulk's hand. Yeah. And he right. got Chris Evans in Free Chris Guy. Chris Evans was in it. Like, like so he's been, it. he's been a, re- well, okay, well, uh, you're like the king of spoilers. Even, um, yeah, huge. It's a three second cameo. cameo. It's, it's, uh, it's, it was fun, though, the way that Reynolds uh, announced it because he put a poster out of, his three characters from Free Guy, Adam Project, and Deadpool. And he said something along the like something, something, the weirdest or whatever trilogy of all time. Like this is our trilogy. <laughs> this Guy, is our Adam trilogy Project of all Deadpool movies. Three. Yeah, like this is our trilogy. <laughs> be more John Levy wow. and I. Um, well, remember we had that uh I don't I can't remember what the ad was for, but you had uh Deadpool hanging out with Cord playing video games. Yeah. Uh, like Free Guy. Mm-hmm. Well, oh, the free so, guy? okay, yeah. So, so because they're doing press right now for the Adam Project, or they or they were, 
before this was actually announced, because he's been connected to Ryan Reynolds recently, I think it was comicbook.com that asked him if he'd be interested in directing a Deadpool 3. And he said he would do everything in his power to put Ryan Reynolds and Hugh Jackman together. That's what he said he would do. Yeah. Yes. Um, and look, I, look, there's there's a possibility for a lot of things. but And I'm not taking credit for this because I got this from someone else who uh, uh, is PJ Campbell, part of the Schmodown. He tweeted this out, but I instantly hooked on it. What if it's a Deadpool movie where Deadpool will not accept the fact that Hugh Jackman won't play Wolverine again. Wow. <laughs> and it's like a buddy buddy movie and he just won't let Hugh Jackman leave and let go of the character. I can And that's see that. how we get like the final hoorah of Hugh Jackman as the character and yeah. Deadpool just like won't let it happen. I love that. Where have I wow. heard that premise before? That, I could see that. It's like Deadpool goes and gets him from another universe, from, from one of the timelines, X-Men <laughs> yeah. timelines, like yeah. whether it's X3 or Days of Future yeah. Past or Logan, whatever. And he's like, no, I'm not letting you go. I could totally <laughs> or, see that. Or it'll be actual Hugh Jackman. Like he'll show up talking to Hugh Jackman. Oh, yeah. 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 Like, like it's not Wolverine. It's just like the actor Hugh Jackman. <laughs> That's, yes. That would be funny. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, this is all. This can only be good news, right? It's not like Sean Levy has directed bad movies and then he's getting this. You know, they look. I don't look. Free Guy is awesome. The Adam Project is pretty good. So, like, I don't love either of those movies, but they work very well together. Mm -hmm. Is the thing, and obviously they have some camaraderie. And uh, didn't Ryan Reynolds like he brought on the directors for the or the director for the first one right or who well he and who tim miller he and he and tim oh, the writers been... he brought on the writers is what it yeah. was well and, and so good good point there jacob the writers are actually coming back for this movie yeah oh. so so he had brought on the writers and they worked together on deadpool one and deadpool two mm -hmm. very closely with ryan reynolds so i think ryan reynolds is a guy who likes to develop relationships and work with the same people work with who he's comfortable with and not that he can't work with anybody. He's awesome. But the fact that they've built this chemistry over the past two projects and then they're going to go right into this is nothing but good news, honestly. Agreed. And especially that Hugh Jackman thing. I don't think... Didn't he say, like, it could be for any movie? But come on. This comes out a couple days later? <laughs> come on now. We got to have a Deadpool, X, or Deadpool Wolverine movie. It just makes sense. Yeah. Just makes sense. yeah. Have to. Man. And I just realized that Sean Levy, well, I didn't realize, I found out he was a producer on Danny Villeneuve's uh, Arrival. I didn't know that. Oh, wow. oh nice. Crazy. Okay. This guy. The, dude, the dude's got some experience. Yeah. He has a resume, man. And um, if Ryan Reynolds loves him for this project. It, this one's just, I don't know, it, more than, I mean, don't get me wrong. David Leach is already, in my opinion, a legend with the action genre, uh, but man this this one just it it when you hear it it just it, it feels so right mm -hmm. you know and it's a good yeah it's a good point yeah a, a, a great pairing um love this news yeah i think the only, only thing better i wouldn't say better but only thing as good would be bringing back tim miller maybe because because they they had the same some similar chemistry i think for yeah so. yeah no, and tim miller did, had issues yeah. with fox not right. marvel so and, and not with ryan reynolds yeah. So, um, yeah. Yeah. I mean, look, the the Deadpool Wolverine thing would be cool, but we've talked about it for years here. Uh, Deadpool blowing up the X Men universe, yeah, I think would be would be an incredible step 
you know, like getting rid of that. And now he's officially inside the MC universe. That's how it happens. Uh, we know that he has the time machine thing uh, <laughs> that he dealt with in the post credit scene <laughs> of Deadpool two. So there's obviously a lot of, uh, a, a lot of possibilities with this character and third movie. It seems like we have a while to go. I know Samir said that it might happen in 2024. That's only two years. That is yeah, only right. two years. Oh, so it's not flies, that man. far away. Cause I have, I imagine now that the Adam project's over, and I don't know if he has anything else going, I would imagine Levy's probably getting work to Deadpool 3 next. Um, unless he has something else happening. Stranger Things 4 is coming out, and so he that's pretty much wrapped. He'll just have to do press, and so he'll probably get to work on Deadpool 3 with Ryan Reynolds, and it seems like he's already been working on it for a while now. So, um, And that could also lead us to seeing actually Deadpool pop up anywhere else beforehand. He could pop up in any facet in, in some other film down the line. Oh, do some madness. <laughs> this is, no, I don't think so. I mean, uh, if there's a spot to possible. do it, yeah. if there's a yeah, spot to do yeah. it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, for sure. Either that or uh, Ant-Man, one of those two. But Ant-Man, uh, yes. I would, oh, I, would, I, would, I, I could see that. Because you met him and him and uh, well, Quantum Mania, him and Ant Man to get like an ant character, him bagging on an ant character would be Ryan ant- Reynolds and, and Paul Rudd. Right. Have they ever done anything together? They oh, would I don't know. kill it together uh, on that's screen. A good question. That's I don't a good think question. so. We're gonna wow. see it eventually. Yeah. We'll see it eventually. Wow. Yeah. yeah. Is so... things? Is this is probably it? For, is that gonna be it? For I think they announced oh. that season five was the finale. Four and five. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. And then it's, oh, wow. and then it's yeah. over. So they're but doing I'm, one more after this. I'm just so okay. curious. Are they gonna treat Deadpool like a true proper MCU movie, other than it being rated R? Like, do you guys think it it's released under Marvel Studios, under yeah. Disney? And 100%. it has the MCU logo and in, like intro in the beginning, and it's hundred percent. It's just a straight up MCU movie. Yep, hundred yeah. percent. I hope so, to be honest, because like I, I, had, I was fearing that they were gonna release it under twentieth century and like kind of have it be its own kind of thing. But I'm like, if if he's part of the MCU, just make him part of the MCU. Well, if I'm not mistaken, oh, they watched twentieth century. I think they still use it. It's not Fox. It's not 20th Century Fox. It's just 20th Century Studios, and they release yeah. other movies under that name. Avatar two. Yep. I th- I think oh. that they're gonna. I think they're gonna swallow anything that is Marvel Comics. That I, I agree. I think that's a good point. Yeah, and then anything else sense. they'll put under 20th Century Studios, but they'll yeah, they'll true. absorb anything that is Marvel Comics for their brand. Yeah. Like I think when they make an Alien movie, it'll be under 20th Century. 20th century you know? yeah. Good call. There you go. That makes sense. That makes sense. That series on Hulu, man. This this team, they're gonna have so uh, the writers, Levy, uh, Reynolds. They're gonna have so much fun. I mean, <laughs> just imagine what they did with the Hugh Jackman cameo and poking fun, but with the MCU. It's just right. they're gonna have yep. so much fun. Yep. Wow, this is gonna be their most fun project yet. Oh uh, yeah, yeah. And yeah. to answer Brian's question, because Brian is in the chat. You know, I'm starting to think Marvel is pushing Disney to do a bit more adult. I think that R rates isn't far off. I think Deadpool two or Deadpool three will be the first R rated one. Oh yeah, and that that'll be the domino effect. I think that'll probably because we've seen a lot more mature adult Marvel movies, but I think Deadpool three will be the first of the R rated, and then we'll kind of see a domino from there. Yeah, right. It's, well, if they're incorporating all those Marvel Netflix characters, were kind of pretty pretty edgy. Yep. yep. So if they're oh, going to incorporate yeah. any of that stuff, yep. You, yeah, you never know. Well, and, and they're also doing, because I, I know we have to move on, but they're also doing that Werewolf by Night yeah. uh, Disney Plus thing, which yeah. also, by the way, 
Michael Giacchino is directing that, which is that cool. is crazy. That's awesome. What? Yeah, yeah. Michael Giacchino is directing Werewolf by Night. Isn't super, it a super um, cool? Isn't it a Halloween special? That's it's a crazy. Halloween special, and a lot of people yeah. are theorizing that that might be R rated, um, yeah. or mature. And also, Samir says in the chat, but Blade, That's Blade good. has to be R rated. Blade like, better to. be. It. it I mean, uh, their blood. How do you not have he, blood? I know. In Blade, yeah, you're literally yeah. sucking someone's blood. It's R rated, bro. <laughs> sure, I guess Morbius is PG 13, but honestly, yeah, but Sony doesn't know what they're doing. <laughs> I think we're past the whole like, ah, R rated is that gonna work? No, come on now. Those movies but, they make money. What I uh-huh. see, nah. I, well, go ahead. Well, I, no, I, I think the genre is almost at the point where it's runtime proof, where they don't have to be two hours anymore. You can do R rated. I mean, come on now, Joker. Like that's immediately you the can, first one. I but think you don't about, have to you know? force it though. That's, it, that, everyone calls for everything. Oh no, 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 no. Yeah, don't do the three D thing that they did, where everything was three three D. You know, and like you know, like w- with the Dark Knight. You know, all of a sudden, you know, movies had to be a little bit more darker. You know, and and yeah. whatnot. I just no. But like for characters that make a lot of sense, you know, sure. Logan, uh, yeah. Joker. Uh, Deadpool, Blade. We don't need an R-rated Captain Marvel. Like, Would have no loved reason. to have seen. I'd love to see it, though, Keith. You can't make a PG-13 I mean, Punisher movie. Like that's yeah. okay, right. Yeah, hundred percent. Like both of those movies are rated R, right? The first two Punisher movies. Yeah, I think the first yes. one might have been PG-13. I think the first one might have been PG-13. The Thomas really? Jane one. I think the Thomas Jane one was PG-13. I guess I've seen it in a while. Really? So. It shouldn't be though. Is the is the point? Yeah. Punisher Warzone absolutely rated R. Oh yeah. I haven't seen. I have to do a rewatch. I haven't seen either of those in a long time. Oh, I've never seen yeah. Warzone. I heard it's actually actually. Ray Stevenson's a, a dope ass Punisher. He's a dope Punisher. I've never seen Punisher Warzone. He's so a, you know what's funny? Ray Stevenson, oh. he he's he plays a villain on Dexter season seven, and oh. I love his character in Dexter. I had no idea he was the same guy who played Punisher, and now I'm like, and he oh also plays. And, uh, uh, he plays. He Bull plays Dexter's name in the Thor movies. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, yeah, that's right. One of like, the Warriors now I have three. to watch Punisher yeah. Warzone. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Uh, and he's also, uh, Ray Stevenson is also playing an Imperial officer in the Ahsoka series. Okay. Keep that in mind. Oh, the first Punisher was rated R. So they, they really? both were rated Keith. R. Yeah. Boom. It was rated R. Why is it gotcha. so bad? Gotcha. <laughs> <laughs> that has nothing to do with it. <laughs> uh, Andy, um, yeah. and Andy, you're all the way down under in Australia. Yes, there is an age restriction. I don't, I, what is it, 13? It's 17. Oh, is it 17? Really? Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, Australia yeah. doesn't. Yeah, no is, it, is it 17? Yeah, yeah, so there you go, it's 17. But if you're 17, though, like, so a kid can go with an adult to a rated R movie. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, but like a seventeen-year-old can take their thirteen-year-old cousin to the movie. With They're considered yeah. an adult for uh, R-rated movie. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, all right, let's let's stop putting off the inevitable. Let's get to this bracket <laughs> here. We have a lot to talk yes, about. Um, I'm gonna go and bring up our bracket while we uh, kind of break this down and what's gonna be happening. If you join us before, we've done one bracket previously, um, and we Love did this. a Christopher Nolan versus Denis Villeneuve bracket. This time, it is a Batman movie villains bracket. Um, and as you can see, there are two sides of eight. We have 16 total villains here. And all of you who were shouting at us the fact that there was no Heath Ledger's Joker in here, the reason why is because he would be the obvious number one. Everyone can just go home in the first round. Um, so we kept him out of this specifically for that reason. Uh, we also kept out characters that weren't involved directly in a solo Batman movie. So, for example, we didn't have Jared Leto's Joker 
because he was in the Suicide Squad, even though there was a scene of Ben Affleck. We didn't have Joaquin Phoenix's Joker because there was no Batman. These are all characters from the solo Batman movies. Um, and we got 16 of them. And so if you want to yell at us for the rankings, you can yell at Keith for that one. No, I'm just kidding. Um, it was between the two of us uh, of what we did. I wanted uh, to ask you guys last night. When Listen. did you decide that Heath Ledger's Joker wouldn't be on here? Like, oh, we said that. We decided right it was immediate. It was yeah, immediate. We, we said that right. Yeah. right. No, yeah. I was I because I was telling you guys, my brother Jonah, he loves our YouTube channel and our videos, and he I told him about this, and he was like, he was like, what? No, no Heath Ledger's Joker. And I'm like, look, once we get to it, he's gonna just beat everybody. Like, even if one of us thinks that maybe another villain's better, the other three are gonna vote. Heath Ledger's right. Joker, so yeah. he's gonna win, yeah. and it's gonna well, be no fun. <laughs> initially, initially, I wanted to do the movies. Um, yeah, uh, and Jake's idea was to do the villains, which was better. But when I, I wanted to do the movies, I was gonna do the same thing with the Dark Knight. I was gonna try to leave the Dark Knight off. <laughs> no, I think that would have been fun. <laughs> so that the villain, so that, that who thing, says the Dark Knight's the best? <laughs> I, listen, I agree, but I thought that <laughs> hey, same thing with the Villeneuve thing, and then it wound up. Um, but yeah, so what we're going to do, uh, and Brian asked, uh, who the hell is Max Shrek? He's the villain from Batman Returns. Christopher Walken. Um, Walken. But, uh, yes, and I know someone also asked about the Lego Batman movie and the Joker. We understand, but we decided to do 16 from the live action movies. Yeah. It just, it's a little bit easier that way. There's a lot more villains in the live action movies that have been either seen or used, but we decided to go with these 16. We ranked them this way. And again, if you have an issue, you can yell at Keith on Twitter at Keith Barnes 70. No, um, yes. So Jake threw me under the bus in our chat today. All right. That is a lie. That is a lie. I'll show uh, you guys the original rankings. I'll post them on Twitter later. I'll post them on the Apocalypse Facebook. Um, <laughs> but anyway, look, we're going to go through these one by one. Uh, we're going to go through them pretty quickly in the first round or so because we don't have that much time. But uh, we're going to get down to it, to the nitty-gritty, and we'll get to the number one villain we think from this list is the overall best outside of Heath Ledger's Joker. So, gentlemen, if you're ready, I'm ready to go. I'm ready. It's basically, who's the second best Batman Who's the second best Batman sure. villain? <laughs> yeah. Let's go. Um, nah. All right. We're starting on the top left here, where it's a number one seed taking on an eight seed, and we have Paul Dano's Riddler facing off against... Tommy Lee Jones's Two Face. Man, there's an even number of us too, so this will get interesting. <laughs> yeah, right. I mean, I'm just—I I vote Dano. I mean, it's—it's I, it's yeah. Oh right. no, it's, <laughs> this one's easy. It's—it's it's Paul Dano. Look, and I'll. This will be an ongoing theme for me. I don't mind Batman Forever as much as most people do. I actually like. I don't Batman mind it either. Forever. I don't mind it either. Um, so. And and being that being said, I like Two Face and Riddler in that movie. I was a kid when it came out. Leave me alone. <laughs> and yes, Harrison has a great idea. Uh, the the chat will be the tiebreaker for a two two split. It's a good point. Um, we'll yeah, leave it to them. Exactly. But yeah, it's it's an obvious choice. I, you know, at some point there might be a test for Paul Dano's Riddler, but right now it's the one seed overtaking for sure. Like I I don't think it's any question. Um. All right, next one on the board, going straight down. We have a four seed and a five seed. We have Tom Hardy's Bane. And John Turturro's Falcone. Okay, Falcone. Excuse Ooh. me. Falcone. Before we, before we listen, uh, Jake uh, swapped the Falcones. He got them each. They're, they're supposed to be in the other bracket. Oh, what do you, you mean? You want you wanted both of them in the same bracket? No, no. The 
the Wilkinson Falcone was supposed to be in this bracket, and the Totoro one's supposed to be in the other. Uh, like, I see. Yeah. It's no big deal. Um, interesting. I really like Totoro in Ooh. in the Batman, but <sighs> this is a tough one, actually. I went first last time. I know my answer, but I don't Jake? know. Uh, I think because of screen time and how much he broke Batman, it's Tom Hardy, Bane. He he broke he broke Batman. He did. Yeah. So mentally and physically. And I and I know that that this Falcone was a lot different than and we haven't had like a a pure movie dedicated to Falcone being the really big bad guy the entire time like he is in the comics and shows and stuff, but yeah. uh. His role was incredible in the Batman. John Turturro was fantastic. I would love to. I would have loved to have seen him again, but obviously the ending of the movie said otherwise. Um, I just think that what Tom Hardy did and how like physically imposing he was yeah. is a big deal for how much mm -hmm. I enjoy that character. And like I said, he broke Batman. So yeah. And look, Bane is not the problem with the Dark Knight Rises. A lot for people who have issues with that movie. I don't. I personally don't think Bane is the issue. And I'm going to go with Bane as well. Shout out to my my brother. He loves Bane. He was like, Bane better be on there. And I was like, of course Bane's on there. He actually asked if we were going to have Bane from from Batman and Robin on there. <laughs> I, thought, I actually thought about that. <laughs> I was like, I don't think so. I don't think no. so. But I'm going Bane. Especially, he's the main villain of the movie. I mean, I kind of. He's the main villain of the movie. Listen, the, the Bane, the Batman and Robin Bane is more comic accurate than, than this one. So True. Uh -oh. But yeah, just I think it's I think it's Bane. I love John. Dio, I do good. you have another? I mean, we all three voted Bane, but did, did you already voting differently? I was gonna go to Taro. I understand. Uh, really? No, Look, I, here's the thing. I agree I with all your, the physicality of Bane. Um, the fact that fight. I mean, I'll never forget watching it in IMAX and how quiet the, the theater was. We were all just like, "Oh my god, that man just got his ass handed to him." But then I think about things like, first off, I'm a fan of the IMAX preview in front of Ghost Protocol where they showed Bane and his actual voice. Mm -hmm. I actually like that more. And then if you actually think about Bane's plan, it's kind of stupid, um, in my opinion. Just, okay, so you drop a bomb in Gotham and you wait six months for the bomb to go off yeah. and whatnot. And I'm just like, uh, it just. Was it Bane's plan, though? It could That's have been done the, better. So Jake and, and, Keith I, and I talked about, we yeah, talked about think I yeah. think Bane did his job. Yeah. I think he was, he wasn't, it wasn't his plan, yeah. I don't think. But he did his job right. We, 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 we talked we about Talia about. al Ghul. But we we came to the idea that like she was she only was the villain the last like five minutes. Yeah, no, you can't really you know and had one yeah. of the worst death scenes ever. I mean, for an actress as great as her. Yeah. And um right. God, there was something else I was gonna say, but I, I couldn't remember it. But yeah. I mean, it, it doesn't matter though. I mean, I, I can't find anything wrong with Totoro's Falcone, honestly. Yeah. Neither can I. Neither can I. No, he I was just, great. Well, the only thing yeah. is that he just he didn't directly other than him telling bruce wayne that story he kind of didn't really directly deal with batman himself and he was he was the villain the last 10 minutes of the movie once bruce figured out what was happening right you know like once he figured out okay like it really did come from falcone 
then he became the villain. He was more was of a plot a, device. A, yeah, he was just a character at that point. Yeah. You know? Well, because it turned out, obviously, and spoilers for everyone, but I mean, him being the, the, the uh, with him being the, the rat, the, the informant, the rat, yeah. That was a big, yeah. So, yeah. I mean, and that just was more of a villain too. for Selena, I think, too. Sure. Yeah. yeah. No, for sure. For sure. That's a, yeah. Yeah. Um, all right. So we have Riddler moving on. We have Bane moving on. They'll be facing off in the next round. Ooh. Um, the next one, though, mm-hmm. moving down the list is a three seed and a six seed. We have Danny DeVito's Penguin and uh, Mr. Scarecrow Ooh. from Batman Begins. Gentlemen. Ugh. Killian Murphy I mean, Scarecrow, excuse me. This is tough. This nah, one's a little you know bit closer. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I, I, now that I'm looking at it, uh, we probably should have reseeded this one, to be honest. But I'm not a big fan of I love Danny DeVito. I love the idea of him being a penguin. But why is he's a weird mutant man with weird, like, why did they make him into a weird mutated monster? <laughs> like, I don't know. That, that always bothered me. I'm like, why is he so. Like eating the fish and with the pointy nose, and he's hey, he's Tim Burton, man. They were yes. going, yeah, Tim Burton. So, oh my god, I, look, I, I, it, so it, it's all subjective, it didn't work out for you. Scarecrow for me, yeah. Chat seems to be agreeing. I don't mind, uh, Killian Murphy, you know, man. Danny De- I don't mind Danny DeVito's penguin, like it fits for the movie that they were making and for the time era that it came out, yeah. so I don't mind it, but I'm going Scarecrow because I just scare look he's in all three movies but his real presence is in batman begins and i remember going to watch that movie and like i wasn't scared but as a viewer it's like that's terrifying for people in the movie and for batman like he had a huge impact on that movie so i'm gonna go with scarecrow as well i mean when i think about scarecrow there's only two moments i think about one where he for for the first time he puts on the mask and it's terrifying i mean wow like yeah. Christopher Nolan knew when to use uh, visual effects, and that was perfection. And the second one, where he leans over, he's like, "The Batman," yeah, and it's he's <laughs> badass. Yeah, but I would have went Danny DeVito's Penguin, in my opinion. Just, I mean, Tim Burton was in his bag with Batman Returns. I mean, the the personal story of Penguin, Danny DeVito. And his acting chops, and just what the story tries to do with the character and the costume design, just—I mean, if we're talking performance-wise, it's no competition for me. Danny DeVito gave the much better performance, in my opinion. The movie leaned a lot more on him than Scarecrow for Batman Begins, in my opinion. So. That's true. That is true. But when I'm thinking, which one did I like more? <laughs> I lean Scarecrow. Well, yeah, it's- it's all subjective, yeah, yeah sure. So, yeah. I mm-hmm. set so, Batman on fire. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I do that think that the, one, on yeah. the performance side of it, I think Dan DeVito's performance as the actual character that he was given and told to play was better. Um, yeah, I agree. But I do. There's just something about that character appearing in all three movies that I just love, even though it's like totally pointless. I just <laughs> love the fact that he appears. That's in all his three boy. Movies. Nolan's um, boy, yeah. and I also think mm-hmm. that he was like he he was the perfect villain for the first movie, other than obviously Ra's al Ghul, which was kind of mm-hmm. the overarching part of it all. Um, I love Killian Murphy. Killian Murphy, uh, he wasn't used, I think, to 
his greatest suit. I would have loved to have seen more of him, but I'm still I am still going Scarecrow. Um, it was it's very close. It's very close. I think if we hadn't seen Colin Farrell's penguin, I probably would have gone the opposite side because I've seen two sides of the coin with the penguin character now. Mm. Um, and so yeah, I'm just gonna, I'm gonna go Scarecrow this one. So he right. was almost well. He auditioned for Bruce yeah. Wayne, didn't he? Yes, he did. He did. He did. There's okay. video of it. Yeah, I thought for so what? Did. For, to this, play Bruce Wayne for the new Batman. For, yeah, Batman Begins. Oh, for Batman Begins. Yeah, for yeah. Batman Begins. Oh, he's, okay, he's okay. screen tested and everything. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. Wow. Um, all right. Well, Scarecrow moves on. We got the six seed taking on the three seed in that one. Next one, uh, the final one on our left side of the bracket is our two seed going up against number seven. We have Michelle Pfeiffer's Catwoman up against Arnold Schwarzenegger's Mr. Freeze. Oh, this is tough. Oh, this is tough for Keith. Yeah. Really? Because you like them both or you don't like them both? I, as much as I hate Batman and Robin, I love Mr. Freeze. (laughs) Really? I love Mr. Freeze. He's the best thing in that movie. It's not even close. Oh, I love Mr. Freeze. I had to talk Keith off a ledge on this one because he originally had Mr. Freeze at a number two seed. Number two. I don't have a two seed. Wow. <laughs> Look, I, same thing for me. Like, I, even as a kid, I recognize this movie's bad, but I still enjoy uh, Mr. Freeze and Uma Thurman uh, in, in that movie, honestly. Sure, yeah. But uh, but look, on it to me, Pfeiffer is iconic. Yeah. I, I love Batman Returns, and <laughs> she's iconic as Catwoman. So I, I'm going Pfeiffer. Agreed. No question. My only issue is I didn't really see her as a villain. I don't really view Catwoman as a villain. Well, that's what I was going to say, too. Look, she's she's in here. She's yeah. not really a villain, but at times she's an antagonist, though. Yeah, absolutely. At absolutely. times, yeah. yeah. I think out of, out of the Catwoman uh, adaptions we've, we've seen, Michelle Pfeiffer's is the most villainous of them all. Yes, absolutely. That is, yeah, that's definitely. Yeah. Yeah, it's, it's Catwoman. Because she, well, I mean, because she wants to kill uh, uh, Shrek, right? Shrek, yeah, yeah, yeah Shrek, yeah. yeah. But other than that, I mean, and the fact she... that she, the thing she does with her whip, to the yeah, um, what are the what are those things called? The the fuck, what are those things called? And the store, god damn it, <laughs> mannequin, mannequins, uh, yeah, all in one shot, yeah. One take, That's, you know what? Yeah. yeah, but there's something to be said about Mr. Freeze and all his ice puns. Uh oh, I know, I know, And then that I, I mentioned it last, I think I mentioned it last week, where that final mm-hmm. conversation between Batman and Mr. Freeze when he's defeated. And I'm telling you, you go on YouTube, you watch that three minute clip. It's like if the movie were was more of that, it would have been a beautiful story. But it's Uh-oh. Michelle Pfeiffer's Catwoman. Oh <laughs> goodness, did the twist on us? I thought you were going for Mister Freeze there for a second, Geo. Um, Keith, I did you. Keith, did you make a decision? I don't. I didn't catch that. Oh, uh, it's Catwoman. I, I yeah, can't. Okay. Oh, okay, okay. Never mind. I thought it was gonna actually be close for a second. Yeah. I thought we were yeah. gonna have to go to the chat, and the chat. It's funny. <laughs> Brian is all about Mister Freeze. Listen, uh, and, oh, and Andy yeah. is all about Mr. Freeze. So it yeah, would have been close. He's <laughs> almost you. became like it's so bad, it's like iconic almost. <laughs> like, honestly, I love you, one yeah. chill. Curtis, you're right. Yeah, he is absolutely <laughs> pulling a bait, man. Pick some ice. Um, all right, yeah, so, so Brian, uh, Brian, I'm using uh, he's made a comment earlier. It's on my internet. I'm using my daughter's uh, MacBook. 
So yeah, it's, it's and that's what we wild. figured out over time is it's not the internet for Keith. It's always the computer it's the device. running. Crappy yep. computer. <laughs> it's the device. So we gotta, get this, we gotta get this man a laptop. <laughs> um, uh, maybe we'll start a Patreon, and the Patreon is get Keith a laptop. Let's um, do it. Okay. Mo moving on to the right side of the bracket, we have our first matchup. It's another number one seed going up against number eight. We have Jack Nicholson's Joker up against Max Shrek. Poor Max. Man. I don't know why there's an apostrophe at the end, but whatever. That's how you spell it. You didn't know. No. <laughs> Look, there's an argument to be made. No, I'm just kidding. It's Joker. It's Jack Nicholson. It's, it's, yeah. Man. It's Nicholson. Yeah. If, no question. If Max Shrek went up against Tommy Lee Jones's Two Face or. Even Tom Hardy's Bane, I would have made an argument for that, but it's Nicholson's Joker. Are you kidding me? Come on. Yeah, man. yeah, yeah. This is uh, yeah. This is this is like uh, what the, 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 on this side of the bracket. I mean, this is you know UNLV from 1990. Like it's not, <laughs> it's not even close. Yeah, yeah. I remember uh, that, Keith. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, yeah, I wasn't <laughs> yet, but I remember that. Yeah, never mind. I forgot about that. I forgot who I was talking to. Um, <laughs> Oh man! Look that up. It's a great documentary on HBO. But yeah, it's no, Joker. Thought on, you were gonna right. make a more recent sports reference, Keith. Uh, this 07 Patriots. How about that? There we go. There we go. <laughs> I can I can hey. cling on to that one. Question: Didn't Nicholson get top billing on the movie, or was it? Yes, he did. I think he over, did. Yeah. Over yeah. Michael Keaton, he sure did. He was a and superstar. He got paid the only time Marlon Brando. The only time Batman, the actor, has never been top billed. It's crazy. Yeah. And it's the first Batman movie. Crazy. <laughs> right. Yeah, I mean, yeah. Well, other than 1966, Jacob. Oh, on. true. Hey, yeah. Come on. They did the same You're thing. Right. You're in, uh, right. 78 Superman, uh, uh, Marlon Brando and Gene Hackman got top. Yeah, over. that's right. That's right. Good call. Well, Christopher Reeve was like an actual unknown then. Like a true yeah. unknown. Yeah. So. Um, all right. So Jack Nicholson's Joker moves on. On to the next one, a four and a five seed. We have Aaron Eckhart's Two-Face versus Jim Carrey's Riddler. AKA Ace Ventura, because that's what he's doing in this movie. I mean, uh, at first you're like, uh, that's not really that close, but then you you think about it a little bit more, and it's it, the more you think about it, the more closer it gets for me. Um, first off, the fact that Eckhart's Two Face did not recognize that was Joker underneath the mask as a nurse in his bed. I'm like, what are you? You blind? Is both eyes not working? He was all messed up. <laughs> He's got burned to wait. Why does he like when he takes the mask off? He's like, Oh, shit, that's that's you. Yeah, like, then he didn't... freaks out. <laughs> like, yeah, you know that was him, yeah, the whole time. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe his like... vision's all messed that's up. That's what I'm saying. He, like, he's probably all can't really see, yeah. you know. We don't know. They should have shown that, they should have shown what he was seeing, and then when he took it off, it's more clear. <laughs> but, um, man, honestly, like for me, I Jim Carrey, I love Jim Carrey so much, so this is closer. Than you think for I, me. I don't like how quiet Jake is being right here. I, I'm kind of. I want to see what. I wonder where he's going here. Uh, I don't know. I it's don't know. Jim Carrey's. It's Jim Carrey's. Are you kidding me? Really? Wow. He's so yep. goofy. I, mean, I agree, but he's so. Like I said, it, to me, it was just Ace Ventura. Like he's just being full. I don't. He's just, you know. He's you know what? The, the Riddler. The Riddler character is extremely jokey. It's extremely jokey. He has his moments. Yeah, he, he has his moments in the comics. And we've obviously now seen Paul Dano's Riddler, how different it is. Right. But in the time, in the 90s, it is a very different style of what they are going for. I love how full send Jim Carrey goes with this character. 
He's fully sent. Well, look, during yeah. this time, that's how you play the Riddler. Well, honestly, I, it's a hundred percent Jim Jim Carrey's Riddler all day. Yeah, all day. This was fully. This was peak Jim Carrey. This was right all in the day. middle of uh, well, Ace Ventura and the uh, thing Hill. for me, Dark in the Dark Knight. Two Face isn't really a villain. It's kind of like the um, we were just talking about in Dark Knight Rises. How <laughs> Talia Al Ghul is not really a villain until the last. 10, 15, 20 minutes of the movie. Same can be said about Two Face. You can see it though with, with Aaron Eckhart, uh, kind of throughout the yeah. movie. Like they had hints. Where, but he doesn't point. really yeah. show any villainous. Like he's tough. He's like, but he doesn't show anything villainous. I mean, he, hold, until... he holds Jim Gordon's kid hostage. That's villainous for me. No, I'm saying until, obviously, until they get blown up and Rachel until, dies. Like, yeah, after that yeah. is when he becomes a villain. Yeah, well, yeah, but, but there's he was still gonna, like a good like he was what, gonna 40 shoot, minutes left. He, he grabbed when they faked the Commissioner Gordon's death that he grabbed David Dasmalchian. He was gonna shoot him if he didn't tell yeah. him. But like that was Oh, you're right. Yeah. Hmm. And Batman stopped him. Like he would have shot him if Batman didn't show up. So. That's yeah, you're you're right, Keith. That's a good point. And that poor driver. Doesn't matter, it's Jim Carrey's Riddler. <laughs> Come on, someone be on my side. Let's leave it up to the chat. I'm struggling. Look, I thought I was going to be the one choosing Jim Carrey's Riddler. Come on. I just, I love Jim Carrey so much, but yeah. I understand. I'm torn. I'm torn. I'm going to go with Jim Carrey's Riddler. Those riddles are so much fun. And a little bit nostalgia. Actually, a lot nostalgia. I'm going to give it to Jim Carrey's Riddler. Can I, can one of you guys give me an argument against Two-Face? Mm. Like, because I'm torn. I'm like, I can't decide. <laughs> um, I mean, I'll, I'll kind of use some of your own argument where he's yeah. not a villain for most of the movie. I mean, it's, it's just as much Harvey Dent's arc as it is two face, and I know that's a little because they're the same, but I mean, yeah. it's no, two I, I side of yeah, a coin, sure. and he just, I, I, I mean, I, I would have, I, I was kind of sad when he died. I would have loved to have seen more of two face. You know, I was digging where uh, yeah. Eckhart and Christopher and Nolan. You actually could have brought Aaron Eckhart back. Like I wonder, you killed yeah. one villain and didn't kill the other. Yeah. Are we, are we leaving it up to the chat, or is Jacob making a decision? <laughs> Come on, you know what? Jacob. Jim Carrey, my second favorite actor of all time. Go. Let's go. Jim Carrey's Let's Riddler. Go. There it is. <laughs> to, be fair, uh, to be honest, I, I probably haven't seen that movie in 20 years, so I should probably watch it again just to watch his performance. It's been a, all so right. long. Uh, just for everyone's reference, both two faces are gone. Both Riddlers have moved Advanced. on. <laughs> Look at that. <laughs> Uh, all right, next matchup we have here is a three and a six seed. We have Colin Farrell's Penguin up against uh, Tim Wilkinson's Tom Wilkinson, excuse me, uh, Falcone. I'd uh, like to say this is close, yeah. but because I really like Tom Wilkinson's Falcone in this one, but I'm gonna use the thing that uh, I think Jake said about the other one, which is the screen time thing. He's not in it quite enough. He's a good Falcone. Um, but uh, come on, come on. If you, if I didn't know that was Colin Farrell, I would, you would, I, I, I would never guess in a million years. Like that was yep. so good. I'm just talking about just the, the makeup or whatever it no. is. But his 
oh my gosh, he's that's I love that so much. Like it. Yeah. Uh, now, Wilkinson is a great Falcone in that movie, but it's got to be. It's look. Colin Farrell's Penguin is going to be a contender in this thing. I was going to say he might be the. He yeah. He might. We'll see. Well, so we'll and see Falcone, happens. there's no way that Falcone is going to make no, it much no. further. <laughs> yeah. Geo. Yeah, I think about what Wilkinson said to Bruce Wayne when Bruce Wayne walked into the diner yes. all stuff. It's a great scene. Like, you know, he talked mm-hmm. about his dad, Thomas yeah. Wayne, and his butler, and bang, you know, and and he was influential in the um or played a big part in that bat symbol in the sky i mean he, he yeah right it. that's his uh, that's his, uh <laughs> but even though we haven't seen and you know the full arc of colin farrell's penguin I'll, i'm gonna go with penguin so yeah clear-cut favorite in this one for sure easy <laughs> enough clean clean sweep clean sweep um, all right, now on to our two seed and seven seed here. We have Liam Neeson's Ra's al Ghul versus Uma Thurman's oh. Poison Ivy. I'm saying ooh because I forgot about Ra's al Ghul. He's gonna, <laughs> he's gonna be a contender as well. Um, I look, there's some fun with Uma Thurman's Poison Ivy, but I, I gotta go Ra's al Ghul. I gotta go Ra's al Ghul. <laughs> Keith, you look like you're struggling. I was gonna, I, it's, no, I'm thinking it's, it's in my head. It's Closer than I thought it was gonna be. I don't know, but no. I mean, it's Rothel, but Poison Ivy is so good. Not just she looks great, yes, but she's actually really <laughs> good as Poison Ivy. Like she was. I, I, I haven't really seen it in a long. Time. I need to go back and rewatch it. I haven't seen it in a long. It's it's time. silly. It's silly. It's like it's the same thing with Mister Freeze. Like, but she's it's over the top of candy. But she's actually it's fun. It's a lot. Of but fun. when she turns it on, man, when yeah, she man. comes out from the from the ground and she's Poison Ivy and just yeah. like. She's so alluring. Yeah. If I'm using the word correctly. Um Yeah, she fully yeah. Like you can see how you can get drawn in. <laughs> I mean but when, even, even pre like when she's playing the nerdy I forgot what's her name? I can't remember her. Pamela. What's, yeah. Um like she, I forget the last name. Yeah. She nailed that too. Like she was really good at being the you know, yeah, it's but it's Al Ghul. Come on, it's Liam Neeson was you could quote all his lines forever in that movie. Like it's, I love it. If you make yourself more than just a man. Oh, it's Pamela Isley. I had to look at the last. Pamela Isley, yeah, yeah, right. That's not that's not her name, right? In the comics, what's her name in the comics? Uh, that's, I don't. I don't think it's Pamela Ice. What that's why I was like, yeah, I don't know. I don't. I, but that's in the movie, right? Because from God, like Definitely Gotham, Gotham and Supergirl and all that stuff, it's not. It's, it's not that. Yeah. I think uh, it is. Is it really? Pamela Isley, yeah. I'm not look I'm looking at DC Wiki also. Okay, okay. okay. Maybe they change it. Lillian they might Maybe change her name. They change it for Gotham and all that stuff then. I, that's what yeah. Because that's what I was thinking of when well, Gotham. Like I they, Goth- changed, I, they changed Riddler's name in the Batman, right? They, another yeah, name. It's uh, not Nick. I, I, I thought I thought Gotham was like super spot on, but apparently I'm wrong. I don't think it was Pamela. I, I could be Doctor Paula Irving. Hmm. Other oh, aliases. Okay. Sure. Yeah, that's not, yeah. That's like Harley Quinn. She's got a bunch of different Well, and I don't know if you guys saw, but in Batwoman, and I don't watch, I haven't watched a show in a while. I need to catch up, and I really want to, but uh, Katie, Kate Keene, who was Ruby Rose's Batwoman, her sister turned into Poison Ivy in the show. Oh, wow. Um, So, super, super interesting. Yeah. I've never Um, watched 
interesting. Yeah, oh, so okay. I don't know I how it worked. Watching I, it, I, I don't know how it worked. I, I really do want to catch up, but just time is so yeah. so short. But yeah, anyway. anyway. Oh, interesting. interesting. Um, That's interesting. Yeah, right. yeah. Okay, so Liam Neeson's and Roz moves on. Yeah. Uh, and I know Samir is asking Ken Watanabe's Roz. Well, he kind of played the role of Roz, but it's really Liam Neeson. Yeah. He is yeah. Roz. He's I not, thought about um, that one. Yeah. He's not. Him. Yeah, he's oh. he's he's really the main guy. Um, all right, we have four matchups left, gentlemen. We have four matchups left. Uh, we are getting down to the thick and thin right now. We have Riddler and Bane. Paul Dano versus Tom Hardy. Ooh, this is interesting. <laughs> Look, I like to see actors' faces. When they're when they're acting, I'm all good, cool with masks on if it fits the character, and it did for both of these. But yeah. it's just this is tough because I do. I even said on our Batman review, like I like when Batman has a phys, like when he can physically fight the villain. Had to could punch someone. Yeah, and I like when someone can punch him back and actually go toe to toe with him. So I love that. But I just like I think Paul Dano's performance is just out of this world good. I'm voting Riddler. Yeah, I mean, just think about if he didn't come across uh, Jim Gordon's letter, uh, Gary Oldman's. I mean, what would that have done to his plan? Mm. And what? It's it's uh, Paul Dano's Riddler. I mean, just think about the first time, the very first time you see him on screen. Ugh. Damn, that's that that opening scene. Of oh, when yeah. he, when the when the lightning strikes and you see him in front of the curtain. Oh, oh my god! Straight from a horror movie. But I was gonna say, yeah. Gio, I didn't realize how much Geo hates Bane. Like, and the Dark Knight Rises. <laughs> but Jeez. the that but the opening scene in that Bane it's in the plane. The airplane scene. Oh, the fact man. that it was all real too. He's badass. Bane is. Perhaps someone. Perhaps he's wondering why someone would shoot a man before throwing <laughs> him out of an airplane. Yeah. Oh, I don't. Oh, man. Yeah, but the voice. Uh, I wonder where the, it is <laughs> the Bane voice came from. It's not like in the comics they wrote, this is how he sounds. Tom like, it was, Tom it was inspired by like a gypsy boxer or something that I read. Um, if you watch like, uh, the documentary, Peaky Blinders, Jake, you know, Tom Hardy, he sounds like Bane. He, sound, he sounds like a uh, a super British version of Bane. British version of Bane. He really wow. does. <laughs> yes. But he's, he's like, so badass in that show. He's he is great. so badass he's in, great that on that show. in that show. He's so yeah. good. I need to continue yeah. that. That's partly that's partly what's coloring my, my decision here. That's, I love Tom Hardy, so I'm trying to... Uh, Keith, you and I get this reference. Uh, Tim Franco, you are 100% correct on this one. Dave, I never <laughs> even thought of that. They did. Yeah, dude. Yeah. Oh, my God. <laughs> wow. I, wanna, I might watch that tonight. That's hilarious. <laughs> there Thank you, you go. <laughs> That's hilarious. I never thought. So, okay, so Jacob, you want Riddler? Yeah, I think I'm the Keith. only one who voted so far. <laughs> I'm going to go Bane. Okay. Go Bane. Wow. Yo. Riddler. <laughs> yeah, I I think uh I love yeah. Bane. I love Bane. Um but when it comes down to this, now that we're getting to the nitty-gritty, uh he was pulling the strings for someone else who was ultimately pulling his strings. He was a puppet. Yeah. Riddler is pulling everything himself. Two, he was the the antagonist of the first ever Batman detective story. Three, his effect could still be felt in the eventual next movie. Like yeah. it 
it could have major we don't his plan could very well not be over yeah. um so I, I'm, I'm gonna give it to riddler on this one i'm gonna pass him through 100%. i think uh theory i think uh we were talking about hush i think he we were wondering how he got all that information uh i, th- I bet you the kid the child of that uh reporter is i would be, love that it's gonna be hush i would mm-hmm. love that What's and he was name? in that and he was in that orphanage with riddler and that's something how, elliot yeah yeah i would love that and well matt was, reeves had talked about he would love to bring hush to the screen and he's a character we've never seen in live action before. Yeah. And he's terrifying. Um, all right, moving on to our next fight. Whoever uh, the Riddler is going to be facing in the next round, it'll become between these two. Number two seed of Catwoman with Mel- Michelle Pfeiffer up against Killian Murphy's sixth seed. This character wow. bro. Does the Cinderella story continue? Mm. So I know my answer. Look, this is close. This is close, but I know my yeah. answer. I, I think Cat Michelle Pfeiffer has a bigger impact on that movie yeah. than he does in any of the three movies that he appears in. He has a bigger role in Batman Begins, but she's such a huge presence in Batman Returns. I'm going Pfeiffer. Yeah, I agree. I agree. I agree. Yeah, I agree. I agree. agree. Yeah. And I, I th- for me, it's like, it's the same thing I just talked about with Bane. The ultimate villain is Ra's al Ghul, right? Like, all the strings are being pulled oh, by Ra's al Ghul. Sure. Exactly. Yeah. 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 Right? Like, and that's... It It doesn't take away from the character, but when it comes down to this, like Jacob said, the impact from Catwoman was felt a lot more than Scarecrow because Ra's al Ghul is the overarching impact of that film. Yeah. Even, listen, Bane himself is even... He's, I'm fulfilling Ra's al Ghul's destiny, like, so, even through that movie. So, yeah, so yeah. Ra's al Ghul was the villain of both of the first kind one of, and the third one. He's the them. villain of the entire of the, <laughs> the whole entire thing. trilogy. Yeah, he said that in a way, yeah. <laughs> like Thanos. He's the um, Thanos. Okay, let me just put this through real quick and we'll get to our next one. Let's see. And... All right. Next one here. So we got our matchup for the semifinals on the left side. The right side. We have the one seed of Jack Nicholson's Joker up against Jim Carrey's Riddler. Come on, let's go. Let's make it happen. Stop it. Let's make it happen. Jake, oh, stop man. it. Look, no, we struggled fine. with putting Riddler. Um, let's make who, it happen. Who did he go up against? Yeah. If he barely beat his last opponent, I don't think he's going to beat Jack Nicholson's Joker. Come on. <laughs> Geo? Wow. I. I didn't know you were such a fan, Jake. I'm, Come on, that Gio. makes me happy. Yeah, no, right? Come Honestly, on, Gio. It, it does. I'm going Joker. I just got to vote Joker. Sorry, Jake. It's it's Damn Nicholson's it. Joker. Damn it! It's Nicholson's Joker. That's fine. That's fine. Everybody in the chat's with me. Well, I mean, I mean, Andy and Brian are anyway. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, oh, he, all right, he does have the he does have the question mark uh, thing, right? Any other question staff. mark? Uh, staff. Yeah. yeah, it's great. It's great. <laughs> Uh, real quick before we move on, uh, Rain Man, thank you so much, Rain Man, for sending a super chat. Appreciate thank you. It. Yeah. Uh, where is Mark Hamill from Mask of Phantasm on the bracket? If he isn't in <laughs> Ledger territory, you all are crazy. Uh, agreed. We just 100%. decided to keep it live action wise. Yeah. That's the only reason why. Yeah. You're absolutely um, right. And it just it was just a decision on our end to keep it live action. Uh, and if we're ever to do a Batman ranking, you bet your ass, Mask of the Phantasm is going to be on that list. Yeah. So. Um, as far as the villains 100%. go, we just decided for the number of villains that we had, we decided to keep it as far as uh, the live action. Ones. And you guys left Lego Batman stuff out too. 
yeah, 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 yeah. yeah I sure. wanted it to be sixteen, sweet sixteen, like the like mm-hmm. the match. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um. All right. Our final matchup to get to the next semifinal match we have here is. The two seed of Razal Ghul up against the three seed of Colin oh, Farrell. No! Oh. no, this is too hard. I can't do this. <laughs> oh, no. Man. Oh, this is by I far know. the toughest match we've had so far. I want either one of these to win. Either one of these could win the whole thing. I'm out. I, I'm leaving guys. I can't decide. <laughs> oh, oh, man. My goodness. This is upsetting me. Me too. Jake, this is a bad idea. <laughs> you came to me oh i guess i decided it actually yeah <laughs> well yeah oh. in, in my head i actually initially just was gonna do just do one through 16 and do it that way um i like two sides yeah, breaking like it up yeah that's better yeah that's better this is so tough because obviously we've been talking about like the villain's role in their respective movies like and obviously raza ghoul you know he has a bigger role to play in batman begins than feral does in this but Farrell is so damn good. So I, I didn't notice this my first viewing, but you guys know when he comes out and he's shooting the machine gun, he's like, hey, Vengeance, there's like a horror theme like oh, yeah. playing. It, it's like, oh, yeah. like it's like the muse, the score during that scene is incredible. And they they portray Penguin as being scary. Like, like he don't mess around. Yeah. So uh Gio, what are you thinking, man? I, I honestly can't decide. So Andy Andy here says this is the most difficult choice so far. Yeah. But Farrell was so damn great. I it know. feels feels wrong not to pick him. I know. Uh, and Curtis, the answer question is a best villain or performance. It's kind of a combination. Yeah. It depends on how you choose to pick this person. It's exactly whatever you feel. Yeah. Contributes yeah, it's a to them really. being a great villain. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, you know what? Rachel makes a good point here. I'm thinking maybe uh, kind of how I'm, I'm st- leaning. I'm sticking with Liam Neeson. Penguin's time will come with Arkham. Interesting. Gio, you got cut off, man. Go ahead. So here's the thing. Um, initially, I was like, Colin Farrell's Penguin isn't in the Batman much. But then I thought about liam neeson and how much his raz al ghul yep. is in batman begins i just looked it up right end. now he has 16 and a half minutes of screen time. <laughs> literally beginning and end beginning in and batman end. Begins. <laughs> yeah mm-hmm. so automatically that becomes a wash so i think mm-hmm. about the performances okay liam neeson we know he's great colin farrell he's great as well but then you take into consideration the prosthetics yeah and what he became oz aka penguin whereas you have to every time you remind yourself colin farrell is penguin you're like oh my i still can't believe it yeah with raz al ghul it's still very much liam neeson so that wow factor isn't necessarily there Man. I'm gonna go Gio, penguin. You may have convinced me. I'm so okay, real penguin. quick before Jacob goes, because Jacob's struggling, I can tell. Um, and I'll, I'll make it harder by making a decision myself. Um, <laughs> so it is tough because, and I don't know if you guys actually know this or even any people watching, but Batman Begins is actually my favorite of the three. Of the, Dang, I, knew, I knew that. Yeah, um, it's it is my favorite of the three, uh, and a lot of that has to do with the kind of. Um, twist and turns of what Ra's al Ghul does in that film and Liam Neeson. And also me at the time, not having a lot of reference to who Liam Neeson is. 
compared to what he is now, right? Like Taken mm-hmm. and all those action movies he does. He was he was quite on Jin to us back then. Yeah, he was just quite on Jin, and he was nothing else. Um, uh, yeah. <laughs> but I will say this, and I've I've said this publicly: the Batman is my favorite Batman movie ever made, and we would not have gotten the single best car sequence I've seen in maybe ten years without the penguin. So I'm going penguin. Interesting. Man, but what about that scene when Razagul shows up and at the party like, it's revealed that he's still alive and they burn the house down? Oh, I, trust that, me, I know, man. I know. <sighs> that because look, I, I agree with Gio that that's a good point. You can't make the argument that like Razagul was in the movie so much more. I think he had a bigger impact on the movie, like as plot wise and how he affected he was the main villain but man i'll yeah we could talk about this all day but i'm i think i'm gonna decide the winner here i'm going with penguin as well Colin Carroll. because yeah. look you in the same boat what does he say at yeah. the end? he's like i'll spray paint your ass like when he <laughs> yeah <laughs> and then yeah. he doesn't actually shoot him no, yeah geo, geo fully yeah you can miss me with that that was a good you made a good argument i, I gotta go with Colin Farrell. penguin like that's an epic performance like if he was the main guy like we, we might be talking oscar for him like and we uh, might be talking about him as like on par with heath ledger to be honest uh, yeah, if he, uh, like yeah, if he right. was just the main villain of the movie and yes he had 45 minutes of screen time you know like yeah uh, yeah it's hard to beat all right so. well we rachel's uh, not giving up <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Uh, <laughs> has a, Roz has a that's much impact on Batman. Penguin taught him Spanish. Thank you, Rachel. That's hey, great. But wasn't he the one that figured that out? He. You saw <laughs> how much I struggled. I, it was that was the hardest. I can't imagine one being harder. We'll see. <laughs> um. All right, we have our semifinal matchups. Everybody, got them. Uh, hmm. Two two one seeds, one two seed, and one three seed. The first matchup on the left side, the two final. We have Paul Dano's Riddler and Michelle Pfeiffer's Catwoman. This one is also tough, to be honest. This, like, whatever I decide, it's not, it's not easy. And yes, Harrison, this is our hashtag final four. Thank you. Thank you. you. (laughs) We did this because of March Madness, and that's solely because of this gentleman right here. So we're going to, we're we're going to see one shining moment at the end. We're down to Riddler. We're down to Catwoman, Jack Nicholson's Joker, and Colin Farrell's Penguin. Wow. Oh, what a great four to come down to. <laughs> I love that Michelle Pfeiffer made it this far. Um, I guess, I'll look, to me, Riddler is a straight-up villain in That's this what... movie. Yeah. And we already talked about all the great things he does, performance, how he impact, future impact. He changed the whole city of Gotham going forward. Like, for at least for the <laughs> next five years or whatever um i love michelle pfeiffer but Ra- rachel's still riddler. calling for scarecrow <laughs> yeah i'm going with riddler because he's a straight up villain while she's she is villainous in this movie she's not a straight up villain i would say okay yeah who wants to go next but it's very close yeah oh, i gotta yeah i completely agree with that honestly that's listen <laughs> I didn't. This was Jake's pick. I didn't even have her on this list, so because I didn't really view her as much. Look how list. far she made it. So no, I agree. That's what. Yeah, it's awesome. No, it's, that's because yeah. it's such an epic, like legendary performance. And I, I forgot you guys reminded me that she's trying to straight up murder she that did. dude in the movie. Like, but see, you know what though? 
But so we're still so thirty years ago. Hmm. We're still talking about her performance here. Do you think we'll remember Very Paul much. Dano? You think we'll yes. remember Paul Dano in thirty years? Yeah, I yes. In this, I don't. Well, we might thirty years from now, we might still be talking about Michelle Pfeiffer. Batman. Let's see where his art goes in, in the trilogy. He's definitely going to be back. So okay. let's let's wait and point. see. Let's, let's yeah. wait and see. Um, sure. We're not talking about the future. Right now, it's Catwoman. <laughs> oh. It's. I'm telling you, it wasn't easy for me, but I, that logic came to my head right away. So It's freaking Michelle Pfeiffer, man. Come on. So for you, it's just it's based on performance. It's based on performance. Like, I, I love, trust me, I think that Paul Dano's Riddler is terrifying. I think that he was the perfect fit for this type of Batman story. I've talked about it enough how much I love the detective noir feel of the movie. I understand that. Um, but if we're talking about Colin Farrell in the same length, in the same movie, how much does Paul Dano's Riddler really hold if, if, Colin Farrell's Penguin on the opposite side who got less screen time and wasn't the main villain is talked about as just as high fashion. Just a question. Well, I'm going to tell you what happens. If it comes Cat down Woman's to Dano, Michelle Pfeiffer. Put her through! If it comes wow. down to Dano and Farrell, that would be... The I two most I, recent ones. <laughs> I know where I would lean on that one. So Put her through. I kind of want to go with Michelle Pfeiffer a little bit. I Come do, on, let's do I it! I have nothing wrong with that. <laughs> let's yeah. do it! She's. It's hard to again. It's the same thing I said about Confer. It's hard to beat that. She she put on that suit and became like became that. She she totally changed that. Everything we Catwoman from like the sixties. You know, we had three different ones, but she kind of embodied all those. Well, and even more. after we, even after Halle Berry and after Anne Hathaway, like no matter what, whenever you think you of Catwoman, I just pick. Even now, I still think Michelle Pfeiffer. When I, look, Zoe Kravitz is the second best Catwoman ever, but I think she's the most comic accurate. But I, th- yeah, no, for sure, they took liberties with this Catwoman in Batman Returns. But you think of she is Catwoman when you, when I think of her. So I, but I, I just, gotta, uh, I'm gonna go Gio, Cat, what are Catwoman. we doing? Are we are we pushing Catwoman. Catwoman through, or are we going to the chat? <laughs> because he is Batman, you moron. <laughs> I'm gonna go with Catwoman. Let's go. Yeah, that's I'm a great Catwoman. Nice. Yeah. Let's not, go. It's, it's I'm not hating. close, but it's Michelle Pfeiffer's Catwoman. I'm I'm cheering for you guys. That I'm happy for that. All right. Well, Catwoman is awaiting the victor of a one seed in Jack Nicholson's Joker and a three seed in Colin Farrell's Penguin. <laughs> Oh man. Keith. <laughs> I think you're the only one who saw this movie, uh, Batman 89. <laughs> Not happy about this at all. Wait till they get a load of me. <laughs> oh no. Oh man. Uh, this is interesting. How does. <clears throat> what? This this might be the end of the show. How does I, Penguin make it this far? That's cr- <laughs> and I'm glad he did. I mean, um, oh man, Rain Man, really? Jack's your least favorite Joker. Wow. Okay. You think Jared Leto's better than Jack? Man, I, Jared Leto is not appreciated enough, 
and win the air cut. It's it okay. Yeah. He wasn't given the chance. He wasn't. Yeah. Thank you. That's a good. Yes, absolutely. I just I couldn't put him ahead of Zach. Where are we at, guys? What I'm, are we doing? I'm going Jack Nicholson's Joker. <laughs> Jack Nicholson. Okay, uh, one yeah. vote for Joker. I'm going Joker. Joe, you know what? Uh, Joker. Wow, two two for Joker. Gio. I love Farrell's Penguin, though. Yeah, but Joker. I mean, There's we've taught we've said enough great things about Colin Farrell's Penguin, but there is a lasting impact on Nicholson's Joker. Yeah. Not just for you know DC fans, but for an entire generation. And Jack, Jack, and he set the bar. He set the bar for everyone playing Joker after. Yeah. I'm going to go with Nicholson's Joker. I Damn. Just, I was man. going Penguin. I, 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 uh, they took I was, some major liberties. I was liberties. going Penguin. Took some major liberties with his character, Whew. but it's Jack-like. You know, they, they, tricked right. them into, they tricked them into doing it. Remember, they were going to get Robin Williams to... They, they, they used yeah. Robin Williams to... Yeah. <laughs> but look what he did. I mean, he should have been nominated for this if he was. You got a, uh, you got Colin Farrell, uh, Jake. I, I was going Colin Farrell. That's what I was going. Um, it's no wrong because it's uh, Jack Nicholson. I think is my third favorite Joker. If I'm to say on screen, um, and I, I, again, I know we're not bringing them all in, into conversation here, but. Um, out of all the renditions of Penguin, Colin Farrell is my favorite Penguin, and uh, I think I think Samir might have said it earlier in the chat, but Colin Farrell Penguin, with just the amount of screen time he had, damn near stole the entire Batman movie. Yeah. Um, and you know the set the same can be said for Jack Nicholson's Joker back in '89. Jack it was very, did steal it was that ve- Batman movie. Yeah, it was very different, <laughs> right? It was it's it's the true Joker Batman love story that we've never seen before, or, or I've never seen after. Um, to that effect, and um, but yeah, it's there's there's just something about the prosthetics and the way that he was portrayed and how like all in Colin Farrell went in on that oh, character. Yeah. But um, anyway, it doesn't matter because you three the, fools went with Joker. Trust me, it pains me to eliminate thing, him. Uh, all right, so we got our final, gentlemen. We got our final, and it comes from. The original two Batman movies. I two never would have guessed villains. this That's is what crazy. it came down to. Number one yeah. seed of Joker, Jack Nicholson's Joker guessed. up against Michelle Pfeiffer's number two seed of Catwoman. Listen. Wow. <laughs> have you ever danced with the devil by the pale moonlight? <laughs> You've been saving this, haven't you? Yes. <laughs> they took some, like I said, it took some real liberties with Jack. Obviously, having his character uh, being called Jack Napier and him being the one to, to kill the, kill the, the kill the Waynes. Yep. Um, and then doesn't Batman, by uh, the way, push him that, into the tank too. Yeah, or, that's right. Yeah. That too. Like yeah, they Batman. created each other basically. Yes. And, and, yeah. and they say that in the movie, mm-hmm. um, uh, I made you, you made me first. Um, mm-hmm. Uh, Andy, come on. What do you mean? <laughs> Apparently, people aren't happy with our finals. I'm sorry. I'm it should have been. 
It should have been Jim Carrey's Riddler here. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> That's all I'm saying. Should have been Riddler versus Penguin for Jake. <laughs> oh, man. I'll just say it. I'll say it, and I know you guys are probably going to pick on I'm going Catwoman. I think Michelle Pfeiffer, uh, in all the conversations I've had about you know villains and um, talking Batman movies and stuff, her name and her performance comes up a hell of a lot more than Jack Nicholson's Joker does, in my opinion. And maybe it's just the conversations that I'm in, but uh, I'm going Michelle Pfeiffer's Catwoman. Look, here's the thing. So Joker, Joker has been redone and improved upon since this movie, like, and as far whoa, as interpretations whoa. go, in, in my opinion. <laughs> it's not our fault that we haven't gotten, until Zoe Kravitz, basically, and Hathaway was fine, we haven't gotten, like, great depictions of Catwoman like you know there's with the Jokers it's a conversation that you can go you know obviously Heath is on top but there there's so many great options to choose from with Catwoman there's not so I think <laughs> Heath I think uh Jack Nicholson gets forgotten because we have all these other great Jokers yeah she's remembered so much because no one has been able to even come close to playing Catwoman as much as she has so I think it's Good kind point. of unfair to to Jack Nicholson's Joker because he gets overshadowed by the other Jokers, and she she doesn't get overshadowed by the other Catwoman. Um, and to me, like we're doing a villains bracket, she while she has villainous things about her, and she's an antagonist at times in the movie. I think Jack is a true villain. So, if it was best character, I would maybe lean Michelle Pfeiffer, but I'm going Joker. Damn fools! Listen, Jack Napier, that character pre Joker guy was a psychopath. Complete maniac, even before he was Joker. First of all, let me say Jack versus Heath Ledger, I think is a lot closer for me than a lot of other people. Um, I'm not saying I would necessarily take him. I, I think they're kind of even for me. I feel it's, like I should kick Keith off this stream right now, is what I'm, is what I'm thinking. <laughs> okay, hey, well, that was you, his Joker. <laughs> it's right. That, that was my dad, right. <laughs> you young punk. <laughs> like 10 years before you were born. That <laughs> 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 no, was good. <laughs> but yeah, but listen, that was like I said, yeah, that was my Joker back then. Like that was the like I said, that, that set the bar for me. So I, I, I you know. All right, Geo. This Jack. Two Jokers, one Catwoman. Where are you at? Where am I at? Honestly, for the past five minutes, I've still been stuck <laughs> on Nicholson versus Colin Farrell's Penguin because. <laughs> You made the wrong decision on that one. That's what you're Fucking, saying. Uh, you suck, Gio. They both <laughs> listen. To yeah. I, Come I on, think, Gio. I think Colin Farrell's Penguin should be in the should, should have been. Yeah, in the finals, yes, it honestly. should be. It. Sh I think it should have been in the finals. Um, yeah. Well, we can't go but back now. So, who do you got, Joker? Between Cat these two, you know, I, I think Jacob. You made a great point about, you know, just how much Michelle Pfeiffer's performance has stood the test of time, and even with different iterations and whatnot. I mean, oh, fuck. Imagine <laughs> if she showed up in the Flash movie, man. Um, it's what? Oh, I'm gonna go Pfeiffer's Catwoman. Woo! I'm gonna go. Wow. I'm gonna go Michelle Pfeiffer's Catwoman. We're gonna get outvoted, Keith. This by the chat. This wow. is not fair. Yeah, because chat's full of people that are 
even younger than you guys. She's not. Look, I'll be. She's not even a villain. She's not. Let's go. There's so a non-villain is gonna win our bracket. Come on, chat, blow it up. Dax, we there's there's something. There's just something about Michelle Pfeiffer. I mean, Nicholson is great. He's iconic, but there's just something from about Michelle Pfeiffer's Catwoman that just. Uh, listen, Rayman, Caesar Romero and his mustache uh, painted over mustache that he refused to shave. No, we we couldn't we couldn't Let's, put him on. Come on, come on, chat, come on, come on, come on. Hold on, wait, I'm I'm seeing a tie. Come on, come on. There yeah. you go, Gordon. Gordon's got- the Joker. There's one. Catwoman for Samir. Okay. Catwoman for John Booz. Joker for Harrison. Joker. Two two. Starters out. Uh, Curtis Joker. Uh oh. If we're talking okay. Catwoman for Andy, I take Kravitz or uh, Ray Delisle. <laughs> yeah, that's easily. Hey, Rachel says Scarecrow. Rachel. So. <laughs> <laughs> um, Scarecrow. Okay. Wow. Well, at this point, Joker has a three-two lead. Anybody else? Brian with Brian. Catwoman. Three-three. <laughs> We need one more. We need one more. Wow. Who's going to comment? Who's going to comment Come in on the chat? Everybody. Catwoman or Joker? Look up uh, career earnings for either one. Wonder, <laughs> <wonder>. <laughs> Come on. We need one more vote. One more vote. One more vote. Let's go. Let's go. Michelle Pfeiffer still. She, listen, she's Janet Van Dyne. In the... Come on, everybody. I, I know someone's out there. There's I didn't 12 think of you watching right now. What it was going to come down to. I didn't Twelve either. of you watching, and we have six votes. Where the hell are you? We're not flipping a coin, Rachel. I Make thought a it was going to be Dano versus Joker. I think I thought that's what it was. I knew be. Jack would be here. But I wasn't yeah, Jake, put the banner back up between um, one and two. Or there it is, right there. Come on. Uh, wait, Samir. Did you, Samir? Did you vote twice? <laughs> <laughs> I didn't count his. Technically, Brian is right because he is part of the channel, but you know what? Yeah, <laughs> uh, yeah, it doesn't sit well with Jacob, though. I can tell. Well, if we oh, would yeah. have established that from the beginning, Brian in the chat breaks tiebreakers, then yeah, yeah. at this point, <laughs> we're really tough. not going to get one more vote from someone. Yeah, Rain Man, Star Drew, you haven't voted yet. Do we want to They're put it like, on Twitter? We, we come on. Carry it over, carry over to next Come week. on, Star Drew. You can decide this. You can decide this. Put it to vote. I'm going to put it to vote on. Uh... <laughs> if no one votes, we're going to put a Twitter poll out tomorrow. Yeah. So, um, uh-oh, Rachel. Oh! I'm going to go woman power. Catwoman. Ooh, there it is. Look, I'm not mad either way. Rachel, you're I, my hero. I love both of them. So, why not? We're going to get, we're going to get, uh, I don't know. This is everyone loves me. There's nobody who doesn't love. What I'm gonna do tomorrow, uh, because in our bracket tonight, officially, Catwoman takes the dub up against Jack Nicholson's Joker. What I'm gonna do tomorrow on Twitter is I'm gonna put a poll of our final four Mm. and see where the and see where the percentages go. Um, So everybody who's on Twitter who follows the Apocalypse Movie account on Twitter, um, go and share, retweet, like, vote, please. We'd love to get your guys' thoughts on the final four that we have. Um, But as for tonight, Michelle Pfeiffer's Catwoman (laughs) reigns supreme. Geo, you're my hero! Thank you, man. Licked back to life by cats. I'm surprised myself. (laughs) And everybody out there, 
This is just for fun. All these, yeah, yeah, most yeah. of these are are great villains. Like, hundred percent. I mean, th- there's a reason why Batman has arguably the best rogues gallery. Um, it's not just the comics, but the live action portrayals yeah, as well. Whether point. it's uh, TV or in movies. How so, many did we have total? Sixteen. Sixteen on here. It's funny when doing this. I've actually thought about doing a rogues gallery where it's Batman versus Spider Man rogues gallery. Ooh, we can do that next. And you put them up against each other. Well, I was going to say, even Spider-Man, I don't even know, like, can you put together 16? I guess you could if you choose, like, the miniature You could probably, you could probably put together eight. You could probably well, you got the eight. Sinister yeah. Six. And that, well, but you can also do, like, well, Venom Carnage. I'll do it on YouTube, Brian. Good call. The thing Good call. I'll Spider-Man do it on both. Too, I'll do it on he, both. Shares, he shares villains with other, like, because Kingpin is, is a Spider-Man villain. Yeah, I, I mean, we would if do we, if, in the movies, right? If we like figure it out, if, if we oh, do yeah. figure it out one day, it would just be probably eight from each, and we put four yeah. on each side. Essentially, is what we would. Do. Wait a minute, wait a minute, wait um, a minute. So you guys are trying to do Marvel versus DC, and y'all get at me for what are you talking? Here we about? go. Anyway, uh, we have one last <laughs> thing to talk about here before we head out because there are there are viewers here before we still go plugs. Uh, we officially hit five k on on YouTube, guys uh pretty awesome. pretty big deal um for a small channel like us that's obviously a big big uh big yeah. thing we've been we're going at this for a long time um it's been she's for jacob and geo and i it's been what damn near eight years eight years 2014 yeah close to 2014 and uh and then brian and and keith joined in 2016 so um yeah wow. five thousand subscribers uh it's awesome you know, we're still very small, but we have our loyal followers, all 10, 12 of you that pop in here each week. Uh, you guys are great. We love talking with you guys each and, se- each and every week um, on all of our shows. So thank you so much for the support. Uh, the last two years have been great for us. And if you guys could share and all that good stuff, we'd love to get more people in here and chatting <laughs> up on a weekly basis. Um, but yeah, that's going to wrap it up for tonight, everybody. I'm going to let everybody do their quick plugs before we head out. Keith, you got something to say? I was going to say, listen, I, I pointed it out, I think uh... – our last milestone or one of our last milestones, but listen, we, when in, the day infinity war came out is when we hit 500. I'll ever, I always remember that. It's, uh, Think of that. 2019, we had 500 subscribers. Yeah. And that was a big deal to us. That was huge. Like, we were, I know we were so happy. Didn't we go out and celebrate that? I think we did. probably, yeah, um, yeah, we did. I don't yeah, remember. We celebrate this too. Yeah, this <laughs> bunch of young and young and rookies. That's, uh, thank everyone so much. That's so, that's so great. Um, all right, Jacob, start us off. Where can everyone find you online? Yes, on Twitter at Jacob Bartley824. And uh, first round fantasy is coming back. We're going to start ramping up here in April. Uh, if you play fantasy football, you can find us there. We'll start covering a lot of stuff here coming up in April. And Mr. Geo. Uh, on Twitter at Fandom United21 and separate YouTube channel, Fandom United. Um, I did a video a couple of months ago on Mel Gibson and I criticized him. And for the past two weeks, I've been getting a lot of comments all of a sudden about that. And it's just like, you know, tiki torches and everything. People, the mob is coming after me. So I just, I don't know. I just had to put that out. There. <laughs> Interesting. Uh, and Mr. Keith Barnes. Hey, uh, thank you, everyone. Uh, we love you all. Like I said, we're watching, subscribing, sharing all that stuff. Rachel, <laughs> Star Drew, Samir. You know, Samir, I didn't know you were a Cowboys fan. That's that's, a, that's upsetting. Um, but uh, <laughs> find me on Twitter uh, at KeithBarnes79. 
Uh, you can find me hanging out some, uh, with Gio on his channel. Me and Jacob have our own channel, Bartley and Barnes. Latest episode just went up uh, last week. We talked about the Batman uh, and some other stuff. And, uh, yeah, of course, uh, here each week on Apocalypse Now. Keith needs his own uh, show. Some. I've been. I've got so many ideas. I've kicked around so many ideas. I. I, I don't know which one to focus on. I know. <laughs> <laughs> uh, myself at Qui Gon Jake Two Ends. Someone else took it before I did. You can find me on a certain point of view. Uh, now that Schmodown season nine is officially here, Brian and myself are there each and every week breaking down Schmodown stuff. Uh, I also do a little channel of my own called The Whiskey Jedi, where I'm talking whiskey talking Star Wars and a bunch of other things that I love talking about. Um, I just recently had Alex and Molly Damon on from Star Wars Explained, which was a real treat. Absolute blast. Um, and if you're interested in Marvel stuff, uh, my fiance Gabby has never seen any of the MCU stuff. And uh, the first four movies are up. Captain America, the first Avenger comes out this week. And then we'll be cool. doing a live watch along to the Avengers. So go check those out. It's nice. a blast. Uh, she's got some crazy reactions, y'all. So, um, but yeah, again, to everyone who watches, seriously, thank you guys. Uh, I'd love to name all of you off, but there's a lot of you. Um, to all 12 of you who are here the entire time, thank you so much for supporting the channel. Uh, you know, we are small, but we are mighty sometimes. And we love having the loyalness for you guys. It's been an absolute blast. We really, really appreciate it. So, on behalf of all of us, thank you. Hope you guys have a great rest of your week, and we'll catch you guys next time.